Hi friend, thanks for tuning in to the Rebirth Podcast. My name is Kate Breton. I'm going to give you a heads up that this episode is focused on that idea of listening to yourself. And we all know that we should be listening to ourselves. So I'm not going to harp on what we already know. What I do want to focus on is if you're sort of in that place in your life where you're like, okay, I'm going to really listen this time and I'm going to make that change. Then it's that razor edge balance of listening and not listening or like, oh, you know, well, I was going to listen to myself, but that wasn't the answer. That's what this episode is about. So I want to let you know, because there's so much to take in. We want to make sure that what we're taking in and digesting through our ears, through our eyes, through our mouth is going to be nourishing. So I wanted to give you a heads up of that's what this episode is about today. And I wanted to also remind you on this beautiful day that Master Your Mornings opens up on October 4th. It's 21 days of a 10 minute inspired practice to set yourself in the right mindset. And I think that's really important for us right now because 2020 has upended life and a lot of us were like, okay, this is just a crisis situation and we're just doing this for, oh well, it's September now, so let us recalibrate and I found myself kind of running reactively and for me and oftentimes in the modern world to reset, to come back to center, to find balance is a slowdown. And I found myself fighting myself being like, slow down. I can't slow down. I have more to do than I ever have before. And that my friend is why taking a little bit of time to slow down and recalibrate is of the utmost importance. I talk about um, when I had heard someone say you should treat your mornings like the weather. You look outside, if it's rainy, you grab an umbrella. If it's sunny, you might just jump right in. And morning practice is the same way. When you rise, if your internal weather is soggy, use practices to bring out your internal sunshine. Listen, you can't control the weather, you can't control life, but you can choose your mindset. Uh, These practices, some of them are going to be just a little talk for me, something to make you laugh. We spend so much time scrolling on Instagram or taking in news that knocks our nervous system out. I want to, for 21 days, which will be weekday inspirations, love notes at lunchtime, weekends off for integration, um, give you an opportunity to get a regimented dose of inspiration of positivity to remind you that choosing yourself is not selfish, recalibrating and refocusing on the horizon you want to create or just a reason to exhale. Remember, this is what I believe in. This is what I think about life, that it's right. No matter what you believe that it's right, that's worth your time, especially in the early hours of the day when we can choose our focus before everyone wakes up and we're we're responding and reacting and doing as we need to. So if you're interested, go to katebrenton.com backslash master your mornings, sign up. You'll also have three live coffees with myself and the community, 30 minutes to share in our successes, maybe do a little meditation. It's actually going to be like a group circle. I don't know. Can you call it coaching? I call it front porch living where you get together and you realize that you're not alone and you feel really inspired by the fact that there's other people that think like you, that we're more human than we realize, that we're more the same than we realize, that community is a human necessity and we want you there. So see you and master your mornings. Sign up today and thanks for listening to Rebirth.
Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm going to start off with a little um, story for you. We have a little nature place that we collect. My son and I collect, you know, our favorite rock or something. Just a couple things. And we change it with the seasons. And I was organizing that this morning and I thought of two things. One, I thought, hey, you know, I, there was a, a, a picture I wanted to pull out of when I traveled through Japan that I said I was always going to put into a frame and I never did. And I finally did it this morning. And um, I wanted to light a candle. And three of the lighters wouldn't light. I was like, oh, okay. And <clears throat> at the time of this recording, I'm, I'm doing this recording on Equinox, which is the balancing of the light and the dark of, of equal day and equal night, right? We're halfway in between the solstice of summer and winter and the autumnal uh, equinox for the Northern Hemisphere. And I was like, oh, right. Like it's morning. There is enough light. And this is, you know, our days are going to get shorter and this is dark and I need to be thinking about the internal and the dark, you know, I know you might be like, Kate, it was just, there's just a candle. And I thought, yeah, but I like it when life whispers to me like that. I'd rather listen to the whispers than get clobbered by um, the bigger symbols or bigger pay attention. And I just thought about like, oh, right. For me right now, it's about getting done what needs to get done. And maybe not having all the accoutrements that I'm used to, you know, like I don't have as much free time as I did when I was in my 20s and 30s, personal free time. And, um, but that doesn't mean that what I'm doing is less significant. So I'm starting that off with you, like 2020 has changed our world. And I'm finding also this season of the year kind of uh, is about release, right? I'm going to just talk about the autumn equinox and about the leaves are falling away. The harvest is coming and it's really fun to get all those pumpkins and apples, but it is the trees offering a fruition of the year before it go, the land goes fallow and dark and quiet. Right. It's, it's the great harvest and the celebration and time to be grateful and, and start to turn inward and the weather gets colder. And, and so maybe there's not so much external output and, that also made me think about on this group, like a, you know, there's a Facebook group for um, sharing nature with uh, children and bless the heart of the mother that said this because I didn't, I wasn't raised to, I mean, I was raised to really pay attention to nature and I don't want, my mom was actually a really great teacher. So I, I don't want to say I wasn't raised. I don't remember. I don't remember the significance of the equinoxes from childhood, but I do know all the seasons. And so anyway, this mom was like, Hey, equinox is not just a U.S. thing. It's an everyone thing. Right. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty much where we are, where our idea of connectivity to community and nature is, is shattered and needs some um, attention. Sorry, too heavy. I mean, it's true, right? I mean, the, the weather is not just an app. It's outside your window. It's paying attention to cycles. And a lot of what I think that I had to, well, I thought learning was, was dis, dis, so not disassociating. It's not that it's, uh, 
I want to say disembarking, dislodging, removing myself from the mentality that you can do anything you want, whatever you want to do it, you just power, 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 power through. And that the idea that, of, um, that that is good in the younger years and to some extent, but you know, seasonally, you can harness the energy of the season. Spring is sprouting out. Summer is full on fun, you know, hot and get for it. And then autumn begins the release and the fall away and let go of what doesn't serve and what isn't working. And where do you need to slow down? And winter is like, and paying attention to the return of the light. And that this is somehow this ancient reality of earth has somehow become like this new age concept. So anyway, that's where I am with thinking about seasons, because if you're understanding the seasons of nature, then you might be able to better discern the seasons of yourself, which takes me to how this is talking about listening, because if I had fixated on that candle needing to be lit, for the frame to come up and the picture, you know what, it, that was two hours ago, that, that picture wouldn't be up and the podcast wouldn't have been done. And I feel like 2020 is about, yo, what do you really need to get done? What do you need to change? What are the important things you need to do? And I'm becoming more and more clear and hearing it echoed in so many other places that if you're going outside of yourself for those answers, it's not a good time. That's not going to be so good for you. If you go inside, get your answer, then boom, this resonance of the right uh, people or um, situations. And let's be honest, it's not um, internal clarity will necessarily bring ease. Living life and listening doesn't make it easy. I find it easier to know I'm doing the right thing if things are difficult. At least I have the comfort of knowing that I'm in alignment with myself. I find it terrifying, honestly, if things are difficult and I'm not sure that I'm in alignment. Because then you can really get lost at sea. So that's why when something little happens, like you try to light a candle and three lighters don't work. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is the significance the candle because that's this performance thing? Or is the significance sitting down and be, sitting on the cushion for five minutes and knowing that there's a phone call in an hour? And, you know, like that. Maybe that's helpful for you. Because I find that the outside noise is getting so, 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 so loud right now. There's a quote from Rilke in Letters to a Young Poet and on the possibility of being. And it says, I know of no other advice than this. Go within and scale the depths of your being from which your very life springs forth. I know of no other advice than this. Go within and scale the depths of your being from which your very life springs forth. Anecdotally, even though I owned this book for, I, I think it's safe to say 10 years. Even though I owned this book for 10 years, the first time I read those words, I know of no other advice than this. Go within and scale the depths of your being from which your very life springs forth. I read that line while I was in labor. <laughs> very early on in labor, I, because uh, here's the thing in the movies, it's like, oh, I have a pain and oh, I'm rushed to the hospital and I have a baby. It's not like that. I mean, there's all different kinds of births. My birth was um, a, a long labor. And um, 
when I was having the labor pains, I pulled this book off of the bookshelf and I brought it in with me to the bathroom because the other thing they don't tell you is you spend a lot of time in the bathroom, just that sitting and moving and whatever. And um, so this is really early on and I read these lines and I thought, okay. I know it'd be much more uplifting for the podcast if I told you I had this moment of like shocking strength and clarity when I read those lines, but I actually felt more like, oh, I'm headed to the depth I've never gone to before. And I don't, that happens in our lives in so many times. There's so many times that you've gone to a depth that you've never gone to before. I know of no other advice than this. Go within and scale the depths of your being from which your very life springs forth. You, If you've listened to some of the other podcasts, I was a home birth turned to emergency C-section. So it's interesting when you scale into the depths and you head there, maybe you do it successfully. Maybe you don't, maybe it takes you several alternative paths to do it. Meaning life doesn't care when you learn it or how you learn it. This is, I believe this to just life just cares that you learn it. Some lessons are easy. Some lessons are hard. And so since, um, I wanted a home birth, I have definitely come to the conclusion that I learned a lot more about myself by having to almost, almost completely and successfully have, um, a full labor at home and then have to be transferred. So it's like I had the home almost, I had the birth, I had the labor experience at home and then the, um, transfer to the hospital and that was a huge defeat for me. Not saying it's a huge defeat for anybody else. It was a huge defeat for me. And I remember being in a situation um, that I didn't want to be in. And uh, because of uh, my age and, tr- and choosing to birth at home, um, I was catching a lot of flack at the hospital for my decisions. And I fought for myself. You can ask my wife or my partner. I fought for myself in that moment and um, dissuaded, even though I was in tremendous pain and incredibly exhausted, my filly came out and I, I basically said to them, you know, just because I don't do the things the way you do doesn't mean this birth isn't important to me. And I, um, I sort of silenced the room. I think they were shocked. And this one nurse changed her whole attitude towards me and quietly uh, explained everything and checked in and started to make accommodations for what might have seemed more in in alignment for clearly the natural situation I had been hoping for. And I looked at her and I said, why are you being so nice to me? And she said, because I heard you. And I thought, if I was you, And I was in a situation that I didn't want to be in that was this important. How would I want to be treated? You know, when things go right, they don't always go right in the way that you want them to in the big picture. 
But if there's just enough resonance and clarity, it changes the whole thing. And I think sometimes when we're in really strong situations, we have to we have to listen and fight for ourselves. And then in, in an environment that is the most unlikely, you may find one ally. And that ally will make all of the difference. I don't think that ally, that nurse, clearly she was a good person. I didn't change her. I'm just saying that my listening to myself and my commitment to my beliefs and my value, my perception, whatever, my, you know, fight or flight, you know, there's just like so many things happening in that moment. I don't want to make it all like pretty, but whatever got me to like roar, roar in that emergency room or whatever you would call that. I don't think that's a fair to call it the emergency room, the, the whatever. Yeah. The room, the hospital room, um, it ignited in her empathy. And she, in turn, changed the tonality of the operating room. There's an interconnectedness for all of us, whether we are paying attention to it or not. But I think, you know, I can't promise you, nor do I want to say, because there's plenty of times that I feel like I have done the right thing and I've stood up for myself and I feel like I'm shouting and uh, no one has responded. But you know what? Sometimes that echo comes back from the valley when you really need it and you're least ex expecting it. So I know of no other advice than this. Go within and scale the depths of your being from which your very life springs forth and take a listen. Have a beautiful day. Let me know how you're doing. Did you know you can leave me a, um, a voicemail on this? When you're done listening, go check and hit mail and tell me a time that you've listened to yourself because I think community is a human necessity and I think that these moments of shared resilience and resonance and belief and hope and listening to ourselves and then hearing the other, I think there's a really potent times to make those choices and, and, and tremendous magic can come from it. Have a good day, everybody. Hey everybody, thank you for listening. And I do mean it. You can leave me a voicemail. Send, let me leave me a message. Um, you can just click right on if you're listening to this through Anchor. If not, you can go to katebrenton.com and click on podcasts and leave me a message there on the on the blog post for this. I um, I really appreciate this community. It's growing. You guys are sharing and subscribing, and I appreciate it. You can also, I just drank a lovely cup of single origin Mexico roast from Rojo's Roastery. Did you know that you can buy me a cup of coffee? You go right onto the Anchor FM page. You hit support for $4.99 a month. You buy me one cup of coffee. That keeps this, this podcast, this community this sharing going we have more interviews coming i appreciate all that you guys are doing and i want to hear also about how i can help support you if you have something going on you want to let a let a community know about it please um please let me know go to katebreton.com sign up for the newsletter have a beautiful day